And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Wednesday, October 25th. Oh boy, we are getting close to Halloween. My least favorite holiday of the year, right up there with Arbor Day, although I like Arbor Day now. I don't really like Halloween. I hope you all enjoy yourselves. And uh, Mark will be wrangling his son to try to put on the costume as requested. And uh, and for all of you, if you want to take pictures of your puppies in costumes, I'll put that on the website. Don't forget the furry friends. That section of the website still exists. Mark, do we still get pictures? It's funny you mentioned that. It slowed down, but I think uh, last week I got two pictures. All right. Send us pictures of your pups. We love them. And we want to put them on our um, website because, you know, I'm a dog mom from way, way, way back. All right. So today we are continuing to answer your financial questions. We do so by uh, asking you to do a tiny bit of work. Here's your work. Your work is that all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com, and click the Contact Us button. When you do that, a form will pop up and we'll get an email from you. And if you are shy and you do not want to actually join us on the air, that's okay. We do email episodes. We're going to do one today. But if you'd like to join us on the air live, which we highly recommend, then just check the box at the end of that note. Okay. What else do I have to tell you? Um, we are excited because our next Jill on Money live session is starting to gain some traction, mostly because I know you guys want to hear a guy who was a young, impressionable certified financial planner tell the stories of what it was like to work for a lunatic named Jill Schlesinger so many years ago. I was trying to think, I believe that um, he may have joined the firm in like 1997, eight or so. He may have even been my intern first. Anyway, Dan Forbes, who is now a full-fledged certified financial planner with his own financial planning firm, he will be joining us. He's going to do year-end financial planning. You will see how he seamlessly adopted the good of what I taught him and left behind the bad. So join us. That is in December. You have to join Jill on Money Live. That's our subscription service, $35. That will give you access to this upcoming live 
quarterly webinar and three more after that. And also great bonus content, which we are building day by day. So it's all great stuff. 35 bucks for the year, only for another couple of months. I have a feeling that uh, come January, there's going to be a new announcement about this just because it's been so popular. So, you know, we are very grateful that you join us and we encourage more people to do so. All right. So um, today let's do some emails because I think it is that time. And Mark, I got a very interesting email over the weekend from somebody who was going through a tough time. I know that a lot of you think that some of you believe that only rich people listen to this show or only rich people get on the air. That's not true. So I wanted to give this note that I found to be very interesting to me. Um, and this is from somebody who listens to us in upstate New York. And I'm just going to call uh, this person Eminem, Eminem. Um, so Eminem says, thank you so much for taking the time to read this. My husband and I filed for bankruptcy last month. Obvious overspending, but also unexpected medical and car emergencies. Adding to that, my salary was cut in half from one of my other employers. So this person has two jobs, got half as much money from one of her jobs during COVID before she got a new job. And then uh, goes on to write, we had 0% balance transfers that expired and then the high interest rates killed us. This is such a great way of thinking about this. Eminem says, I'm looking at this as an opportunity to finally get things financially right or better. We're on a five-year payment plan, $1,600 a month to the bankruptcy trustee. Over the years, I had tried to stash at least $100 from each of my checks into a savings account or for an emergency reserve fund, but it always seemed like something happened and the amount dwindled. We're a month into this. I'm going to wait and see how this will all flesh out. But uh, I want to give you some of our numbers. I bring home $22.55 a month, and I'm putting 7% of my money into a 401k. That's to get the match. My husband brings home about $4,900 a month. And then she goes through and says, here's all the ways the money gets split out. Okay. I know it's recommended to take 20% of your check and put it into savings, but it feels like that's too much for us, at least right now. I plan on setting aside 10% from mine. We have cut back a lot, especially on food. I've become very aware of every cent that I spend. I will say it feels great to not have to use credit. I would literally get nauseous when I had to charge in the past. Just really asking what or if there are other ways to save money or any other advice, I feel like I'm getting on the right track after being off the rails for so many years. How about that, Mark? That's a tough one, tough situation, but it sounds like, uh, you know, they've wiped the slate clean. Yeah. And you know what? This is what bankruptcy does. And it's exactly what the process is supposed to be. So what I think is important for M&M is that during this five-year period, while they're paying $1,600 a month, like, just do what you're doing be methodical, stay on course. As soon as that five-year period is up, you redirect that money into savings and retirement. You do the best that you can. Do not sweat that low savings rate right now. You know, honestly, that is to me a way to drive yourself crazy and take your eye off the ball. You've done the hard work, you've taken the hit, and now you're rebuilding and you will rebuild. So congratulations. And um, really, I'm totally... I, I'm rooting for you. I really am. Okay. All right. Now here's my next one. 
This is from Anonymous. My wife is 55. I'm 54. I'll have a small pension at age 65 of about $7,000. No COLA. My wife will have one when she retires from the state, $36,000 a year with COLA. We will have to pay for health care, but we will be able to stay on her state plan. We don't think anyone will rely on us for financial needs in the future. We have two girls that are in the process of being launched. And while we want them to be self-sufficient, I'm sure we will help them some. Oh boy, here we go, Mark. Now I'm going to get some hate mail. 1.3 million taxable brokerage, 1.1 million 401k IRA conventional, right? So pre-tax, 600 grand Roths, 100 grand HSA, house half a million dollars paid off, no debts, cars paid off, no credit card debt. 200 grand of money in the brokerage account is in cash and CDs. We've been diligent savers. I'll bet. Um, if you're wondering why we have such a large taxable brokerage account, the main reason is that um, we invested a lot in a company that I have a personal connection to early on, and the stock has taken off like a rocket. It's gone up 600% since we purchased it less than five years ago. I've sold some stock. It's now about 8% of our net worth. Besides that one stock, our investment accounts are broadly diversified, total market funds, 80 stocks, 10 bonds, 10 cash. Honestly, we don't have a budget. We don't have a great idea of what we spend every year. We spend more than we used to, but still watch our expenses. I went through my records last year. I think it was probably a hundred grand, maybe $8,500 a month. We would like to increase our spending to twelve five a month while we can still travel with no issues. My wife plans to retire in four years. She'll have 30 years at her job. I'm burned out. I'd love to retire in less than a year, if that's possible, no longer than four years. What do you think? What do you think, Mark? Well, it sounds like she's going to have 36 grand right off the bat. I mean, that certainly helps. Without that pension, I would say it's iffy, but the pension helps. Yeah. I mean, it's not a slam dunk, weirdly. <laughs> this is so terrible to say. We've I've got $3 million in no debt and a paid off house. Twelve five. It's so interesting to me because their salaries are about uh, together about one hundred and fifty grand. Twelve five is a big jump up. That's an extra fifty thousand dollars a year from what they're. I don't know that. I think that's the problem. I'm interested in understanding that extra fifty grand a year is a lot to me, and I think that's probably why we're feeling a little hesitant about um, the the numbers. 100000 a year is kind of no problem, but twelve five a month is the game changer. Yeah. I mean, the 8500 a month was okay. That makes, it works, right? Because you'll have two social security, you know, you'll spend some of your money down, two social security checks, your small pension, her pension. Yeah. Then it works. But I don't know, that fifty grand a year extra that you're hoping to spend, that four grand a month, I don't know if that makes, that doesn't make me feel so hot. Now, the follow-up question is how much should they put in retirement accounts each year and which type of accounts? Some years we've spent down our brokerage account to allow us to max out our 401ks and Roth IRAs. I know many couples with our net worth are recommended to go all Roth, but aren't high earners with our larger brokerage accounts, somehow low marginal rate in the middle of the 22%. All right. I'll tell you what, if you really want to retire early and you're only uh, 54, I'd just put it in the brokerage account. That's it. That's all I would do. I wouldn't put more in retirement accounts. I'd get your match and move on. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Funny though, Mark, it's like that extra money. Had the he just written and said, okay, uh, you know, I, I just want, this is it, 8,500 bucks a month. Yeah, that totally would make me feel very 
comfortable, but that jump up is what's making us feel a little bit less secure in your desires. Also, the longer you work, of course, the better it looks. Uh, Anonymous number two, who writes about a column that was uh, printed in the San Jose Mercury News. Uh, This was about estate planning. I did a whole thing on estate planning, by the way, on on radio stations this week, and they loved it. Everybody was telling me their story of woe about why they can't get their estate documents done. Boy, you guys come up with a lot of excuses. Just get it done. Okay. Anonymous says, my wife and I have a will, power of attorney, revocable trust, et cetera, prepared by a living trust attorney in 2007. I don't know what a living trust attorney is. I hope that you mean an estate attorney. My question is, if my wife and I are the trustees and any of us can execute on behalf of the trust, um, if we pass away together or one after the other and the assets are transferred by living trust to our son as successor trustee, how does he get control of these assets? He will need to show death certificates to institutions. I didn't ask such a basic question to the attorney. It would be great if you could provide your insight if you have any experience. So let's think about this. When you have a revocable trust, it means revocable, revocable means changeable. So during my life, I am the, tr- I basically am the trustee of my trust. After death, the trustee now becomes who is ever is the beneficiary of the trust or the successor, which is usually the spouse and then the, the child. So the trust is its own document. And what you would do is you would have your son be in dialogue with an estate attorney and have a copy of the trust document. That's all that is needed. So that's the most important thing that you can do. So if you were to die together, make sure your kid has a copy of that trust document. Absolutely. And the that the firm that prepared it, if it's not somebody who's still in practice, go get a relationship with someone who is. All right. Well, so that is it. That is the program for today. If you have a question about estate planning and if you've got a question or if you have a question about anything else or you want to have a conversation about long-term care or real estate or, I don't know, education funding or you're freaked out about rising interest rates, all of those things are right in our wheelhouse. So go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and write us your note. Please come on the air. It's so much more fun when you come on the air. Really, it is. Don't forget, you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset, and you can also sign up for the free weekly newsletter right there. Every single Friday comes out. Mark does a great job. You can subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.